Last time on Pokemon Rollout. After their encounter with the instigator, the group was able to catch several Pikachu and Elekid to help with the power shortages. To her surprise, Liliana was told that Yash had completely taken out the Trevenant gang the night before. The team went on a brief shopping excursion before traveling with Yash on her Metagross to cure the Trevenant afflicted with the Atlas Vine. Yash was in a deep sleep as they traveled, and during this time Liliana, Charlie, and Archie figured out the key to mixing medicines for effective Atlas antidotes. After two days of travel, the group landed at the location where they left Linnaeus and were met by two Phantom. What happened to Linnaeus over the last week? Find out today on Pokemon Rollout! Hello and welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Nick, but these guys call me their Game Master, and you're listening to Pokemon Rollouts, a real play Pokemon Tabletop United RPG podcast. What's your name? I'm Paul, and I play Charlie Taylor Pine. I'm Michael, and I play Professor Rudimentus Unknown Yet Sneeze. Not unknown, just unknown yet. He's missing now. <laughs> Wait, did I say my name right? No. I don't. <laughs> Dang it. I mean, you didn't say Lydia. It's a really you did, long you didn't one this time. Yeah. You don't know how, how dice rolls or naming words. Who <laughs> <laughs> <Where> am I? <laughs> uh, oh, that's a Jackie Chan um, movie. Shadow <laughs> <the end. laughs> oh well, that was the episode, I guess. <laughs> oh, what an episode it Thanks, was! Thanks, everybody. <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> All right. for the- you won't see us, but we'll see you. <laughs> oh, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make it really creepy. Is that like what Ellie thinks every single time? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so so we we rode on Metagross for a couple of days and we're landing back and we're day and a half, yeah. We're, we're trying we're gonna find out what happened to Linnaeus over the last week. Right, we mixed some potions. Yes. Yep. And there were, weren't many explosions. Just like little poofs. Poof. <laughs> a little so you know it's good. Um, and there were um, two um, phantoms who came up to, to get us and started leading us in. Yep, so the phantoms, uh, they, they rose up, the two tree stumps kind of rose up and looked at you and then um, started moving back towards the greenhouse area. And uh, as you're looking at the greenhouse, it's, on a second look, it actually seems to be more overgrown than it should be. With vines and creepers mm-hmm. climbing over its glass walls, uh, they seem to almost visibly be growing in front of your eyes. Um, mm-hmm. As you're standing there and like kind of getting set up, the trees start to close in, rustling and tearing up the ground as they <laughs> heave themselves towards you. Um, all of the trees that are moving towards you bear the marks of the blight, uh, though the antidote seems to have done its work and they're no longer falling apart. They just seem to be scarred from it. Um, okay. They start to close in, growing nearer and nearer. And then uh, other older trees shift towards you and encircle you, blocking the blighted trees from getting closer. After a long moment, the trees in front of you 
between you and, and the greenhouse shift and move apart, opening up a long corridor that leads to the overgrown depths of Linnaeus's former greenhouse. Hmm. I'd imagine it's a very greenhouse now, but... Yes. Very greenhouse. Wouldn't it be more brown if it's mostly flighted, though? Ooh. I mean, you got rid of most of the blights. Well, in any case, we're going towards him. Oh, yes. All right. Um, has Yash woken up? No. She's still hanging out with her metagross? Yep. Seems to still be asleep. Okay. But okay. we have the potions with us? Yes. Or antidotes? Or... Um, I'm going to have... Archie is going to be on my shoulder um, as we go in so that he can help with the communication. <laughs> that was weird to say that. It sounds like yeah. you need it. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why I need an Archie. Um, I guess since Grunge is usually in a Pokeball, I'll go ahead and say that he's out by Liliana's side then as well. Okay. Uh, yeah, Katana's on Charlie's uh, shoulder, hanging out vaguely in his hood as usual. <laughs> Alright, so you're heading through the trees. Um... As you're walking, you can hear rustling and, like, the ground's tearing behind you. Mm-hmm. Uh, do any of you look back? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, the trees have closed in behind you. Oh, goody. Can we still see the Metagross? Uh, or? It basically cut off. Oh, goody. Goody, 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 come Alright, All right, so, uh... I'm sure that's fine. We'll be okay, right? That's nothing, nothing to worry about. We're here to help. We're here to help, everyone. <laughs> yeah. uh, out, out of character comment I'm contemplating like so obviously Charlie's like he's been thinking about this for a while like he wants to catch this Trevenant um, and, but he's debating whether or not he wants to like announce that with all the trees around <laughs> <laughs> or in front or even in front of uh, um, Sneeze or Liliana like I think, uh, just kind of, uh, as far as the character choice goes, I'm going to lean a little bit into his guile and just not say anything about that yet. Alright. Can I do a perception check to see if I notice anything weird with him? Sure. With Charlie? Yeah. Ooh. Well, I'm going to have to roll against you then. If you're rolling to hide what you're thinking, yeah. Don't worry, you're probably going to do better than you. That would also be intuition, not perception. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna roll. I'll roll my god against that. Yeah, you're definitely gonna do better. <laughs> actually, uh, oh, actually, if you're trying to figure out what he's saying, you can roll guile versus guile. No, I'll just do it intuition. Okay. I rolled a seven. I rolled a thirteen. All right, so you, Liliana, cannot read Charlie at the moment, which in and of itself may be concerning, but. <laughs> Alright, so you keep walking in. Um, inside the greenhouse, the machines and tables that were once there have been broken to smithereens. Um, <laughs> a thick carpet of moss covers the ground and overwhelms many of the smaller machines, uh, with some of the larger pieces sticking out of the ground like strange, oddly shaped rocks. Um, dotted throughout the space are about a dozen trevenants. Uh, their cold red eyes turn to look at you as you enter. Um, in the center of the room stands the matriarch trevenant that you had spoken to before with her blighted children, the other blighted phantoms, all around her. Um, they stand in a wide circle of bare floor, with the brown desiccated moss on the machines near them, 
displaying that the blight they carry is still somewhat infectious. Um, let's do the things. Mm-hmm. At the four cardinal points around that circle of bare floor stand four of the oldest trevenants you've ever seen. Uh, gnarled and twisted old trunks with tangled roots and horns that have branched out almost into antlers. One of them, standing at the point farthest from you and facing where you are, is entirely devoid of leaves. Its heavy bark grown silver gray with advanced age. Um, in one corner of the room next to the trapdoor that Liliana found, the last time you were there stands a cluster of three of the younger Trevenant around what seems to be a clump of tall mushrooms. Uh, within the within the mushrooms, you can just make out a little bit of Linnaeus's red and white hair. <laughs> uh, the room is resounding with this low whistling moan, like the autumn wind rushing through leafless trees. Uh, the moan dies as you enter, and then starts up again a few moments later. Um, uh, um, Nick, real quick, uh, out of character question, and if the answer is no, it's absolutely acceptable. Um, I did not, so I had, uh, uh, Penelope the Dedenne, uh, coming along with me. Yes. And I never said that I was going to switch out and, and bring Hollow back. Yep. Are you going to let me retcon that, or am I stuck with, uh, with Penelope? I think you may be stuck. Okay. You you haven't had a chance to go to a Pokemon Center, so... I mean, we did... Um, no, no, you're right, we didn't, because I switched her out at the start there, and yeah, so I... Yep. Yeah, okay. Mm. Um, who has the, the potions? The... The ones to, like... Yeah, the, be... all the mixed medicines. You got them? Yep. Alright. Um, Professor Sneeze is going to... Um, kind of look over at you, Liliana, uh, and then um, speak up to the, the Trevenant. Um, excuse me, we're back, and we have the, the cure, as we promised. And kind of gesture to you. Uh, Liliana shows the instruction manual, but not the potions. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Trevenant look... Like, the, the Trevenant closest to you, like, two or three that are closer to you, kind of turn to look at you again. And then they look at the piles of, uh, paper <laughs> in Liliana's hands. <laughs> Don't worry. I have, I have the ingredients, too. But this, this is really going to be the thing to, uh, to put together the cure. We, we figured it out on the way over. We mixed them up so that it'll work. It'll work correctly. Uh, they're kind of, like they're still kind of looking down at you, and uh, Archie kind of taps you on the head, Professor Sneeze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Deliberate. Uh, speaking slowly. Give me a moment. Uh, can I get just uh, Pokemon education or occult education rolls? Yes. From everyone. Yeah, whoever wants to, yes. Um, we're looking at a solid 20 in a cult. Okay. 20 in Pokemon Ed. Okay. <laughs> Nine in Pokemon Education. <laughs> Alright. Um, so all of you know that seeing this many Trevenants in the same place is rare. Uh, Trevenants are generally solitary. Well, maybe solitary isn't correct, but Trevenants don't generally gather with other Trevenants. 
in the area. Like, there, you'll find multiple Trevenant in a forest, but they won't all be in the same place. Hmm. So seeing them all together is interesting with that. Um, Professor Sneeze, you know that Trevenants are known to be uh, very jealous of guarding parts of the forest, and they kind of seem to uh, separate out parts of the forest as each Trevenant's purview. And so when they meet, it's usually over something that means that multiple areas of the forest are being affected. Um and different things there and so you're not like so they're probably meeting to discuss something that affects more than one area of the forest the problem is the problem is that you're running into here especially with uh the very old trevenant in the front like the four especially the four older trevenants those are old enough and therefore strong enough that the blight wouldn't actually have reached out of any of their jurisdiction so the breath the huh. blight shouldn't have crossed trevenant like the lines of trevenant protection so why they're all here is a little bit confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, Charlie, you know that as guardians of the forest and different areas there, um, the Trevenant have not a major hierarchy system. It's essentially according to age because as they're attached to trees, as they get older, they get bigger, they get tougher, they get stronger. And so the older uh, the older a trevenant is, the stronger it is, and that's that like that's just a baseline one to one rule for them. And so the hierarchy is based very much upon age, but there's also another factor in it that trevenants only consider other like just from folklore and things. Trevenant only consider other trevenant equals, and then fans hump are children. And so when a phantom becomes a Trevenant, it doesn't necessarily immediately become an equal. Okay. Because a lot of them will remember it as a child, and now it is a very young Trevenant, and so it's not very strong. And so, uh, like, these gatherings together sometimes are dealing with a Trevenant that is not strong enough to deal with something on its own. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Um... So, uh, I kind of, like, uh, dis- uh, tried it as discreetly as I can with, you know, a whole bunch of Trevenant, with, with uh, uh, I'll drop this word, the Entmoot around us. Um, <laughs> um, I kind of pulled them, pulled them in and say, like, um, yeah, so, I'm not sure how much you guys know about, like, Trevenant hierarchy and whatnot, but, like, the, the really old ones are the strongest ones. And, um, sometimes, like, they, if there's, like, a really big issue, they, like, will gather around. If there's something that one can't handle on their own, like, they'll kind of come in and step in and, like, deal with it as a group. So, I'm guessing our, our matriarch is not, uh, is maybe not handling the situation well, so the other ones are, are here, is my, is my guess. Mm, that might make sense. Um, which, which could mean that if the older Trevenant don't like her deal uh, with us, it would be overturned, which is not good for us or Linnaeus. Um, but we have we have the cure, and we, we, we promise that uh, we'll do what we can to help, and Linnaeus will be brought to justice. Uh, he'd even be welcome to, to come along to his trial and, and observe it if you want. I mean, that would mean leaving the forest, but we'll... We'll get a video conference to you uh, somehow. 
Are you are you talking to the Trevenant now? Yes. <laughs> okay. Archie, because I, I was I was discreet in my trying to be discreet in my comments. So <clears throat> Archie uh, kind of taps Professor Sneeze on the head again and says, uh, "Currently discussing matriarch whether matriarch is full Trevenant yet or still Phantom." Confusing terminology. Uh, probably having to do with her age. She's probably young compared to uh, a lot of them, and so they see her as a child. Uh, Charlie reaches into his his uh, pocket and pulls out his Pokedex. Be like, here, Archie, show him this. Show him that like she's not she's not a phantom. She's show them that she's a Trevenant. It's like it's a different Dex entry. Just just show them that. That should clear it all up. <laughs> I'm I'm sure these these ancient botanical beings. Uh, would would respect the authority of a piece of technology created by humans, especially by the youngest of the group here. R- ramifications to discuss: uh, If matriarch chosen as trevenant, other trevenant will leave. Uh, seems to be issue with area. Area belongs to elder matriarch. Uh, elder matriarch reaching end of lifespan. Strange lifespan for ghosts. Uh, never mind. Uh, <laughs> is reaching end of end, at least period of activity uh, if <sighs> matriarch given area possible oh. power vacuum or areas going to be split uh, in any case if matriarch allowed this area matriarch will be given uh, jurisdiction and free reign of area to control as wishes so long as doesn't harm forest uh for life so we're essentially at a vigil for that very very old trevenant combined with the uh election for the new trevenant or at least the the new or the coronation coronation perhaps but also maybe not because she might not be counted worthy, and then they might split the territory. Perhaps short term, long term here. Uh, short term, oh. if if matriarch made trevenant and chosen trevenant true and made uh, matriarch over this area will uh, will almost certainly honor deal, especially in front of witnesses. However, will be made matriarch of area and allowed to control area. I see. Uh, just uh, Char- Charlie raises his hand, uh, waiting for Archie to like finish uh, and call on him. Long long term, if not made Trevenant, will need to negotiate new deal with Trevenant here. However, matriarch will be given trial period. Will be given time training, time away from humans. Perhaps be moderated in views. That makes sense. So, I don't suppose they'd take any of what we have to say uh, into account. You might just have to wait. Continue saying right of... Continue saying strangers not invoking right of... Uh, terminology unclear. Right of... Wait, we have the right of uh, something. We have a right. right it, Char- Charlie, passage, this right sparks of... in your memory. There's uh, something called the right of the wayfarer. Um that since you've kind of wandered into the woods and at the moment uh 
again, since the matriarch's claims haven't been registered as valid yet, you're not seen as you're not seen as aggressors. And you've walked into the into the this meeting. So uh, according to that, this is a very, very rare occurrence, something you've only found in folklore. But according to that, the right of the Wayfarer can be invoked to weigh in on the matter being discussed in order to in order to weight the conversation one way or another. But specifically on the matter being discussed. Uh, Archie, like, it, it, he kind of looks over at Charlie confusedly, but... Alright, uh, Charlie, uh, so Charlie with his ha hand raised, he's like, uh, Oh, hey, uh, I remember something, but I have, I have a question, um, e too many things, uh, uh, <laughs> let me ask this first, uh, Archie, what would happen if, like, you said the power vacuum, what if the matriarch was not here, what, what happens in that power vacuum? If matriarch left, power, uh... Elder would likely be, would likely need to remain for longer. Uh, Elder is growing weary, unlikely to promote such an action, but at the same time concerned about Matriarch's disposition. Okay, cool. Um, but the other thing that um, I, I remembered, though, like, they have this thing called uh, the... They, um, Arch Archie, what are they discussing right now? What are they talking about right now? Uh, whether or not Matriarch is Trevenant. Okay, cool. Because um, they have this thing called, like, Rite of the Wayfarer, where where we can, like, weigh in on the topic that they're, they're currently discussing. They'll take our opinions into, into consideration. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, so, like, uh, like, do we want to... I mean, I think... The folklore behind it that Charlie has is that um, since all Trevenant were uh, evolved from Phantom, and all Phantom began as lost children wandering in the woods, um, if they were able to, as lost children, gain knowledge, why wouldn't they ask for the knowledge and wisdom of another lost wayfarer? That's cool. Gotcha. Yeah. I have no home. <laughs> I can as a wayfarer. <laughs> um... So, so like they, if whatever we like, kind of tell them they'll they'll accept it. So, like, do we want to, like, weigh in? Do we want to say what we think about? Uh, it's only on what they're discussing right now. So, do we want to weigh in on what we think about the the matriarch that we knew. Like, it wasn't her fault. She got caught by Linnaeus, and experiments ran on her. But like, she did get caught by Linnaeus. So, right. But then she also did. Uh... Um, prove herself in you know as soon as she was was released she helped to uh um defeat Linnaeus and and ultimately take control of his uh his his facility again besides too if we keep on her good side that gives us a better chance at getting what we want by having her become our ally Another factor in this uh, that's kind of sparking with you, Professor Sneeze, is that uh, Trevenant that are evolved into Trevenant in, like, when they're in captivity, when they're captured in Pokeballs, don't seem to have the same sort of communion with Wild Trevenant as Wild Trevenant do with each other. Got it. So they might just not be on the same page. Well, um, tying it in with this, it may be... And like, just, just kind of sparking through what uh, Charlie has said and different things there, it may simply be that 
to a Trevenant, if you were evolved in and as part of with a trainer and a Pokeball, you never actually evolved. You're still a Phantom. Got it. I relate that information. Um, that, that's how they view Trevenants who evolved into Trevenants in captivity. And so that, that's kind of why there seems to be a question and a debate going on, because technically she evolved in captivity, but it wasn't a normal situation. Right, it wasn't a normal captivity. It was... Yeah. And also, she broke the bonds of that captivity. Definitely, that might yeah. be... Uh, uh, we, we might be able to, to convince them that she's a Trevenant because she actually broke the bonds of her captivity, uh, proving to be greater than that captivity. So she is a true Trevenant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Char- Charlie's torn because, like, he wants to be on her side, but he also wants to, like, catch her. Because <laughs> <laughs> hmm. if he catches her, then, like, there's... that's why he asked about the power mm-hmm. vacuum, because... It's probably the sort of thing that we could weigh in at uh, at this point right now, and we would just be on the the good side of of probably all the Trevenant. Um, yeah, um, Arch, yeah, Archie, can you like talk to them and like tell them uh, that like regarding this matter that you know while she, while she evolved in captivity, she broke those bonds and she's she's like she's handling her captor right now. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's share that, and and I'll I'll um, lend my Pokemon Ed expertise to do that too. Um, trying to communicate in um, gentle, whooshing, breezy noises and uh, poses. Okay. you know, Grecian urn poses. <laughs> <laughs> Why not a tree pose? So, so you're rolling Pokemon Education for that then? Yes, I'll do that. I'll I'll roll Pokemon Ed to go along with that. Um, that's pretty good. Twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, Professor Sneeze realizes two things. One, these are the spirits of what were once human. You do not need to. They can understand you. (laughs) (laughs) But he doesn't. So the poses (laughs) and the things are kind of ridiculous. Um, number two, the matriarch has just noticed your guys's presence. She remembers who you are. Mm -hmm. She remembers what you're here for. She wants to kill you all because you're human. Oh no! Hmm. We're going to bat for you. Don't worry. We're 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 in support of you. This this is all your. Like the, the thing is, like she logically completely understands why you're here. Knows that you're going to help her. She wants to kill you all because you're human. Can Liliana do one of her like combat moves, but not as like in a way to hurt anyone? Because like they're different types. You know, like you know what I'm saying to like be like I'm human but I'm not <laughs> so, um, am I making any sense here I, I I understand what you're trying to do <laughs> to be like I'm human but I can relate to you because I also have ghost type stuff <laughs> I I uh, also, can I say the fact that she hates us makes Charlie want to catch her even more? At least makes me want to catch her for Charlie oh, even more. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, I understand what you're trying to do, but I don't see how it would work. Mm, I guess. Okay. Um, I guess I don't know at this point, like... You know, we're, we're announcing that we're, we're invoking the right of the Wayfarer, as Charlie said. Yeah. And, and so okay so, so then I, I don't know if 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 her 
desire to kill us would actually change your effect. Okay. It wouldn't change your my, decisions. My actions. Okay. So then uh, there's some rustling and they kind of, the other Trevenant kind of move out of the way to move you towards the four in the front. Uh, the four who are around the matriarch. Um, so as you can kind of step forward and make your case before them. Uh, mm-hmm. As you're stepping up, uh, Archie is kind of whispering in Professor Sneeze's ear and just explaining the four there. Uh, so the elder you mentioned is kind of very tired, is very, uh, like, it seems to be thinking of several things. Um, you get the idea that uh, Trevenant are able to control trees around them through using their roots as a nervous system. And so you're mm-hmm. pretty sure those older trees that kind of surrounded you were all being controlled by the elder. And the other ones were, the, mm. the blighted ones were being controlled by the matriarch and things there. And so it's kind of working through that. You also get the feeling that it's actually moving trees around very far away at the moment. So it's, it's, it's here, but it's also doing six other things. <laughs> and so it, it's kind of trying to take care of everything and is just tired of doing all of it and working through it. Um, the Trevenant directly in front of you is kind of the most tree-like of them in that it doesn't really have much of an opinion. Um, mm. It's just, it's kind of going with one of them rather, like, just for going through it. Uh, the Trevenant on the left is kind of the one that is following at the moment. That one seems to be the most, like, quick-moving of them. And it wants to treat the Matriarch as a phantom. Until, until she proves herself further. Um, it feels like dealing with Linnaeus and what Linnaeus has done is far more important. So it wants to get done with this issue and move on. Ah. And so it's it's just like, okay, this needs to get going uh, as fast as a tree can go. And it's just like, let's, let's get this going. And then uh, the third Trevenant is... Uh, it wants to give the matriarch full trevenant status, but it seems like it, like just from what Archie's heard, it seems like it has a little bit of an agenda. Um, it has an issue with logging in its purview, and it mm. feels like if someone, if it gets someone who would probably be a little harsher on that, it could it could move more in that direction as well. Okay. And so they are waiting for you to make your case. Um. So I I know what you're discussing that. Uh... That um, this 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 Trevenant was uh, while while she was a phantom, she was put into her own and and broke her bonds of captivity and overthrew the one who had taken her captive. If, if that's not uh, Trevenant-like behavior, I don't know what is. She's very clearly capable of of handling her her own affairs. Uh, so definitely, you can trust her to take care of of this this area. Uh, this region can be. Um, handled and governed by her very well and i know for a fact that she would look for the interests of this forest and of all the other trevenants and phantoms in in the area as well as all the other uh creatures in need uh you can trust her i rest my case no further questions your honors okay it's it's understandable that she knows (laughs) that she's mad at humans so except when dealing with humans we all have our hang-ups. Did Charlie speak? Did Charlie say that aloud? Yes. Uh, the Trevenant to the left, the one that's kind of against the Phantom, uh, speaks up in a, in a rustle, and Archie translates as, "The youngest spoke very quickly. Clarify." Um, I mean, she doesn't like humans because of what Linnaeus did to her. 
that's that's all we meant <laughs> does not like does not uh the the one in front of you the the most tree like of them is kind of speaking and just Russell's just like does not like doesn't suggest impairment of judgments necessarily what why bring up in discussion then um charlie just kind of uh steps forward uh I, I guess maybe I spoke out of place, but, like, if people, if other wayfarers are coming through the area that are human, uh, she may not treat them very well. They they may join your ghostly troop if they come by her. You have to understand that um, Charlie here is very young. He uh, He's a phantom. Um <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm a person. Can I, can I get a guile from Professor Sneeze? Can I use Pokemon education? Yes, I can, because I'm dealing with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, you can. Okay. Mm-hmm. I will say, out of character, this is like a very morally gray area for me right now. <gasps> I know what you mean. Uh, 21. Okay. You consider for a few months, and you notice that the matriarch is staying very, very quiet through this. I give her a wink and a thumbs up. Despite that. <laughs> so does Charlie. Oh, well, Liana just shrugs. <laughs> Still 12 Trevenant all staring at the Wayfarers and they're like, what are they doing? And, <laughs> so yeah, they kind of discuss for a bit and Archie's translation says, well, Despite interjection, Wayfarer's points, the threat of the Wayfarer seems sound, and within purview of the situation. So they seem to favor the Matriarch gaining Trevenant status, in which case this council would be dissolved. Seems successful. And a portion of land out. And uh, Archie kind of cocks his head for a bit and says, unclear, uh, measurement lengths no don't directly translate to human measurements unsure how much apportioning off to the matriarch but seem to be in discussion of specific uh setup for matriarch area uh after a little bit they uh hmm? uh, they, uh charlie raises his hand again wait, wait, waiting for archie to finish <laughs> and this, this is a conversation like just before uh like I don't necessarily want the Trevenant to, to hear. Okay. Archie gives a very soft sigh that only Professor Sneeze can probably hear. And then goes, <laughs> yes, Charlie. So, like, can I catch her? <sighs> no. <laughs> Liliana smacks him on the back of his head. Think about the situation. Archie's, Archie's tail is now on his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still need to move through jungle to reach next gyms? Um. So, like, if I if I catch her, that'll be one less trepidant no, we have to deal with. No, no. Charlie, don't be greedy. You already <laughs> that, have a phantom. That that will be dozens more trepidants <laughs> that we have to deal with. Trepidants aren't divided; they multiply. <laughs> I will tie your hands behind your back. You can't get to your Pokeballs. Can, okay, Liliana, can I roll an intimidation? <laughs> uh, sure. Against Charlie. If, if Charlie is okay with it, yeah. 
Uh, I want to roll against it. Okay. Uh, What am I rolling against it with? It would almost have to be like... Survival. (laughs) (laughs) Or either that or focus. Focus would work. Yeah, do focus. Focus would work. Okay. (laughs) I rolled a 13. I rolled a (laughs) 5. So Charlie, Charlie's like, uh, okay, so, yeah, all right, I'll, I'll back off for now. Charlie is very cowed. <laughs> Liliana just glares down on him for like a second longer. <laughs> uh, after a couple more minutes, as they kind of seem to be debating over how much purview to give the matriarch at the moment, uh, sounds like the. Elder isn't giving off all of her lands, but is giving off a decent amount, at least in this area around here, for her to start out with. Like, she's still a young Trevenant, so she's not going to get all of the purview of the Elder. Mm. But, and it's it's probably going to be a portion between the three other older ones that you see here already, to kind of be split up. But it looks like the Matriarch is going to get at least a portion, and so after that, the Trevenant kind of all begin to leave. Bye guys. Any anyone want to come with me? Come. Anyone want to come hang out with my my other Pokemon? Liliana glares at Charlie again. <laughs> I'm gonna roll a charm. <laughs> Is there anything I can roll against that? <laughs> Not really. Put a bag oh. over his head. <laughs> All right, my charm is. Uh, 27. 27 in charm. Wow. Uh, a Trevenant stops and turns to look at you. And I, I hold up a Pokeball and kind of pull like, eh? I, I point at the Pokeball, eh? eh? It reaches a hand past the Pokeball and pats you on the head. <laughs> oh. And it, grumble, it, it grumbles out something that sounds like, like, sounds just barely like Phantom. Oh. <laughs> and then it turns and, 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 and continues walking out the door. That's so cute. <laughs> Wonderful, I love it. <laughs> oh, look at the little baby. <laughs> Pretty much. Little Liana pats him on the head too in Snickers. <laughs> I think that's gonna be her new nickname for him now. <laughs> Alright, and so soon enough you are left alone with the matriarch and her children. You're welcome. She just stares. Well, congratulations on your your successful uh, accomplishment. And we, like we said, we brought the cure. She continues to stare. Um... Liliana, you should... Is she staring at anything in particular, or... Uh, seems to be just staring at you. She has one eye, so it's actually kind of hard to tell. <laughs> because it's a rather large eye. Um, uh, Charlie, Charlie, uh, being ma- maybe emboldened, I'm not sure, um, but he's like, uh, I mean, like, we, we, we took our time to get the, the cure for you. If you really hated humans that much, Linnaeus would already be dead. Like, you you want this, otherwise you wouldn't have let us make this deal. So can we can we help you? Can we do this and just get on with our stuff? Uh, should I roll anything with that? Like I'm. Um, she finally like grumbles something, and Archie's able to translate this. 
the antidote then. Liliana, give it to her. Uh, Liliana, Liliana, you hear rustling behind you. But which antidote do we give her? There were three different ones. Yep. Um, I forget what they were all for. One was for the older form. One was for... One was for the Aklus vine. One was for mutations. Mm -hmm. And one was for Linnaeus's symbiote. Right. So, so one of them is for Aklus vine, which none of them should really be marked with. It's kind of the catch-all. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them would be for the Phantom children, and one of them would be for the ma- matriarch herself. Right. And so yes, yeah, yeah. So if anything, we'd hold hold off on the Aklus because this isn't an Aklus fine thing. This is a uh, blight thing. Yeah, mutations. Right. And mutations. Okay. So. So. With the potions, too, is there enough for, like, whoever needs it plus spicy? Or does it have to be one or the other? Um, in reading through it, you got that it's... This is specifically for Linnaeus's symbiotes. Oh, okay. Uh, since spicy was raised... Basically, spicy is infected with the Aklis vine. But since she was infected from birth, it's more... It's symbiotic with her. Hmm. Okay. So it's it's a change both in her chemistry and in the vine's chemistry. So this none of none of these would work on spicy. Okay. Uh, there there's a de- there's a separate procedure that Yash would be able to do. Okay. So, um, Liliana is going to take out the antidote then that they need, but hold it close to her and say, "Yeah, we'll give this to you, but first give us Linnaeus." Uh, Matriarch stares at you for a bit and then you all hear an odd sort of like it's a really like it sounds almost like a tree being like knocked down or torn down but it's more rubbery than that and it's just a bunch of those just you hear that like just that crunching crushing mulchy noise from behind you and a little bit to your left and it's very loud <laughs> um I Look. Charlie looks, yep. I guess. Yep. Uh, the mushrooms that were rising up there have just been squashed flat as a tree. By the way, the room is half full of blighted trees um, behind you. Mm-hmm. That a tree that was standing there just fell over on top of it. Uh, Linnaeus had just barely scrambled out of the way. He is alive. He is extremely oh. disheveled. Looks like he's lost several pounds from his already thin weight. <laughs> Um, other things there, and the matriarch rumbles, and Archie says, says, kept him alive until now. That was deal. Antidotes. Uh, so are we assuming that he's out and safe now, or he, like, is it he still in like danger? It sounds like he's still in danger. Yeah. Like, you he's might need to get him out of He's in the here. room with you. Yeah. Yep, he's in the room with us. He's that? in the room with you. Mm-hmm. And seems to be alive. Also, now that you're looking back, the room is slowly filling with more blighted trees that are moving basically silently. And these are these are trees, not like Pokemon. They're just trees, right? These are trees. Okay. Um, Charlie shrugs his shoulders and like, yeah, that's the way it goes sometimes. <laughs> Let, let's get let's get him the antidote and let's get on yep. out of here. <laughs> Toss it to him, Liliana, and then let's grab Linnaeus and run. Liliana, like, oh, he can stay here. That's fine. <laughs> Um, yeah, Liliana gives them the antidote as she's, like, edging over to Linnaeus. 
So are you giving the antidote for the matriarch, the antidote for the matriarch's children, or the uh, vine one? Antidote. I assume, I assume hmm? uh, well, I mean, you're in charge of this, so I'll let you decide. Oh, okay. Um, I mean, I was thinking more so for the matriarch, but what were you guys thinking? I was thinking matriarch and her children. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, if we can do both, then, yep. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we do okay. that. And what you figured out before is you're pretty sure, you're not sure which one is which, but one of them is the red, is the pink antidote, and one of them is the light green antidote. Oh, crap. Um, mm. Alright, we gotta figure out which one was... <laughs> we start flipping back through the notes. <laughs> 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 well... Well, I was going to say that I'm trying to remember, but like, it was something that we either deciphered from the notes or we figured out that um, the stuff, like, there's a certain order to give these things in. They were made in the, the order, like, the, the the order that you made them was the order that, or the order that she made them was the order that she was able to synthesize them in. So they went from basic Aklis Vine, mutations, symbiosis. And we figured out that the green one is probably the oldest one because yep. that's the one for the Atlas Vine. Yep. Yeah. So then, light green and pink so that... are the two remaining ones. Yes. So then, maybe this is too much of a guess, but it would be uh, okay to think that the light green would be for the um, mutations, and then the uh, pink one for the um. For the symbiosis. the blight, the the symbiosis, possibly. Um, the only wrench I can see in that regard is that it required three ingredients to make the light green one and only two to make the pink one. So theoretically, she was farther along on making the pink one than the light green one. So that would be maybe the um, the hybrids. I would say the third and final indication with this is that there's about twice as much light green potion as there is pink. Oh, okay. So, yeah, oh, there's so twice as much light Then she's light made green, more like, of that one. I mean, so that would be... Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, take a look. There's there's so much more of this one. So, and now, here's the question, though. Is it for more Pokemon or is it for one bigger Pokemon? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would yeah. guess for more Pokemon. <laughs> I would yeah. guess for more Pokemon as well. Okay. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Okay, uh, so... <laughs> he does have them in nozzles, so you can use them as sprays. Okay, so, uh, Liliana will go ahead and have the green one to, I don't know, to, who wants the green one? She just holds it out for, like, whoever wants to take it and start spraying. <laughs> Any takers? Um, Anyone? <laughs> say it one more time. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay, so Professor Sneeze is taking the light green one. Yep. Yep. Okay. And Liliana's keeping the pink one. Yeah, she's gonna take that one though to spray the spray the major. Okay. Yeah. All right. And Professor Sneeze goes to wherever the nearest phantom is to spray it. So you start spraying through them. Um, Professor Sneeze definitely has the stranger effects because there's a lot of strange phantom there, like. One of them was covered in vines, which starts to sh start to shrivel and fall off, revealing the phantom there. One of them looks like you just, like, put it in a spring. One of them looks like you just, like, put it in a desert because it was just soaking wet. Um, one of the stranger ones is what seems to be a phantom without the trunk. 
Oh, as though it had died. Mm -hmm. And so you manage to spray that one, and somehow it manages to connect enough that it is able to... It, it's basically like a time-lapse video of seeing something grow, of seeing the phantom stump actually mm. grow back onto it. Vaguely disturbing. but And so you're going through different things there, and then uh, Liliana is able to go up and spray the matriarch, and the effects aren't quite as dramatic as Professor Sneezes, but it definitely starts to look healthier. It's almost like since it's symbiosis, it actually takes longer for it to work through. Now see, doesn't that feel better? I feel less grumpy now. The matriarch looks down at you and you hear what you say, says, yes, much better. Can I get an acrobatics check from everyone? Goody, goody oh, come boy. <laughs> Hey, I got a six. Chris Ooh, success. I got a nine. Although, I can beat that on a, or I can tie that on a, on a crit fail. Could I do an acrobatics while also doing hide in plain sight at the same time? Uh, the acrobatics has to come first, and the, the result of it the result of it has to come first, and then you can hide in plain sight. Oh, do you oh. need from our Pokemon too, like from Archie? Uh, yes, oh, if yeah. they're out. Yes. So, uh, twenty six. Uh, Katana's wow. on my hood. Does she need to do one? No, <laughs> she's. Since she's on you. Actually, Archie doesn't okay. need to either because he's on Archie Professor rolled Sneeze. three dice, and I rolled one, and Archie rolled worse than I did. So, that's Ooh, good. Wow. Okay. No, Archie. Uh, both Liliana and Grunge got nines. Okay. Um, so, a couple things worked into your favor. One, Charlie has insane <laughs> reflexes. So, he yep. is able to literally be on top of the tree before it falls. Um, Professor Sneeze, you're standing next to the Trevenant's, uh, children. And so the tree that was falling towards you actually essentially just misses because it wasn't falling close enough to you anyways. And you were able to move out of the way of it. So you had a little bit of time there. Um, Liliana, you were standing next to the matriarch, which, and... It got a little bit closer to you, but not quite as close. And then, uh, so it, it, it kind of got hit with that. And so you're able to dodge out of the way. Plus, as grunge moves, you notice... Oh, can you give me an intuition quick, actually? Sure. Uh, just Liliana? Just Liliana. Or... Okay. Oh, jeez. I got a four. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, Grunge and you are both able to dodge out of the way of the tree that falls towards you. Uh, Linnaeus isn't quite as lucky. He doesn't get pinned under the tree that falls towards him. But you hear a yelp of pain from him. Mm. As he gets hit pretty decently. Do we need to roll? So, like, the idea of using this to heal them up and, like, cure them of the blight and whatnot. Yes. Is that, can we assume that's taken full effect? Can we assume, uh, or is that something we need to roll for? Um, can I get a medicine education? Ooh, I can do that. I'll let her go first. Yeah, I want to see if the matriarch is fully healed or not. I got a 10 in medicine education. Um, it looks like the matriarch is moving in that direction, but is not fully healed yet. <laughs> I still have the power. <laughs> Well, I mean, the reason uh, no. I asked is if she's still blighted, then, like, 
different attacks don't do what they are yeah. supposed to. And what, what I mean by she hasn't fully healed yet is that she's in the process of healing. Oh, okay. As in, the, the, yeah, the spray is done. She just hasn't fully Got come it. out of the blight yet. Uh, so she's still blighted, yeah. so like the fire attacks still aren't going to do... Not quite as well, no. Negative intuition from you, as it's nice. Uh, 19. Okay. Uh, the phantom around you seem more confused than anything, and the matriarch is more in the way of protecting them than using them to attack. Okay, so the phantom aren't going to be an issue, it's just the matriarch, Trevenant, and all of her trees. Yeah, just the matriarch and, like, well, no, there aren't, there aren't any Trevenant now, it's just the matriarch and her, and her trees. So, yeah. we could fight but I think priority is get away so we fight while we run so I'm gonna say yes Archie is in and as as trainer I'm going to say Archie use baton pass get Arthur out so Archie is going to grab Arthur's okay. pokeball and send him out and Arthur the hone edge pops out uh, and he's going to pop out invisible okay so Arthur the hone edge is out that means it is Charlie's turn uh, Charlie uh, looks over her shoulders like, all right, Katana, uh, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, uh, have at this. So Katana's going to come out and help. Um, does this count as being released from a Pokeball? Does she get her priority? Increase? Yes, because you're sending her into battle. So yes. Perfect. Great. Um, fine. So we're going to have her uh, come on, get in there and do your best. Uh, go ahead and use a faint attack. That should still do well against this ghostly Pokemon. Um, uh, out of curiosity, sending her in, does Charlie get any other... Do, do I still get a, an action where I can, um, like, do one of my cheerleader things? Um, uh, basically, I'm thinking about doing, um, uh, one of the things for Go Fight Win. Uh... Yes, because you're just releasing a Pokemon. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I think especially since the Matriarch is probably going to be attacking us, let's go ahead and do... Uh, I think this might be the best one. Like, um, So, two Katana, but for everyone in general, it goes, All right, come on, guys, I know uh, she's attacking, she's powerful, but um, let's go ahead and do it. I believe that we can do this. You can do it, guys! So, uh, I'm doing uh, I Believe in You. All allies on the field gain a plus two bonus to evasion for one full round and become cheered. And cheered... Uh, is something that you can trade in. If you give up the cheered condition, uh, you make, uh, on a save check, you roll twice and take the better result. I feel like that's probably going to be best for this current situation. Yep. <laughs> so, uh, so that's what Charlie does. And then, uh, like I said, I sent Katana out, and she's going to do a faint attack. Roll on that is a 14. Okay, so, so no crit. it doesn't crit. Yep. Alright, and so we have 2d8 plus 27. There's the D8. Three. And three. So six plus 27, we're talking 33 physical dark damage. 33 physical dark damage. Okay, that did 35 physical dark damage, which is not enough to give the Matriarch an injury. So, Matriarch kind of gets hit by it and gets knocked back slightly, but just rocks back on its roots and just leans back forward. Are you moving back and away from it? Oh, well, Charlie can, because he used all of his actions. But is Katana moving away from her at all? Um, no. No, she's not. Okay. That means that it is Liliana's turn. Okay. 
I'm trying to debate. Well, can she really be reasoned with? The Trevenant, or the Matriarch at all? It doesn't seem like it. Darn. Since she basically fulfilled her end of the deal exactly to the letter and then immediately tried to kill you. Yeah. <sighs> no guile tonight, guys. <laughs> oh, I swear. Um. In that case, I am going to have Liliana use. Well, I'm just too astonished. So I rolled a 13 for Okay, 13 hits. 29 ghost physical. 29 ghost physical damage. Okay. So that did 21 damage. Which is still not enough to give it an injury. So you jump up with the old razzle-dazzle and the matriarch kind of looks down at you in surprise. But otherwise doesn't react too much to it. Right. Arthur no Arthur because right. uh or because Archie used baton pass. Professor Sneeze is up. Professor Sneeze is gonna use Flash uh, on Trevenant. Uh, so that's that's an eight to hit. Eight flash. You said flash? Uh, yes, okay, that does hit. <laughs> <laughs> I was so enthusiastic. Uh, hey, don't don't knock it. Alright. It's just understated. So the one Of course. Everyone great eye is kind of blinking rapidly and she looks away from you as the flash comes up. So yes, you hit the matriarch with flash. That's all. Uh, but yes, Professor Sneeze is gonna start moving towards the door. Okay. Then Grunge is up. I'm going to have Grunge use Bite on the <laughs> Matriarch. Bite. Yeah, oh, okay, we got two. <laughs> Alright, um, the Matriarch sees Grunge coming and immediately moves her root out of Grunge's way of the teeth, so Grunge whips. I like the idea of Grunge just picking up a random stick and biting that. <laughs> yep. Bites down. No, no, Grunge, that's that's the wrong thing. That's fine. Oh, Grunge, he does his best. He's like, he's going, I got it. He's like shaking it back and forth. We're going back to the like Shakespeare episode. He's like, I have to break the stick to make peace. <laughs> to make peace. <laughs> oh dear. So, first thing that the matriarch does is just point at Katana. Okay. And as it does, its its finger kind of like shrivels and cracks. And Katana is cursed. Okay, what does that mean? So put it as status affliction for cursed. There we go. Cursed. If a cursed target takes a standard action, they lose two ticks of hit points at the end of that turn. Oof. Alright. Um, second... As it's spinning, it turns and stares at, uh, it actually stares down at Grunge and fires out a ray of energy from its eye, which strikes Grunge, and Grunge is confused. He's still just running around with the stick. Yeah, he's super happy about that stick. 
Alright. And third and finally, can I get an acrobatics check from Professor Sneeze? Oh, come on. Four. You said for acrobatics, that's what for. Yeah, right. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Acrobatics is for You're all so funny. All right. <laughs> I mean, we try. We really do try. or do not. There is no try. Professor Sneeze, <laughs> you take 16 typeless physical damage. Yowza. See... Uh, Dr. Linnaeus scramble out of the way of another tree branch that fell, or tree that fell towards him. So I remove, I subtract my defense from that, right? Yes. Okay. Alright, and we are back up to Charlie. Um, before Charlie goes, um, can Arthur for this round? Yes. Um, Arthur, use Shadow yep. Sneak on the Trevenant. Um, so he's gonna go use Shadow Sneak, and he's invisible and dead silent until he hits. I don't know if that does anything. I don't think it does. Um, he's dead silent. Dead yep. silent. 12 to hit. Mm-hmm. 12 to hit. That hits. And that is... 32 ghost physical damage. 32 ghost physical damage. That did 26 ghost physical damage. So Arthur kind of appears out of nowhere and... Slices deep into the matriarch's arm. The chicken roars at it and kind of tries to shake it off. It's the creaking of like a tree falling over, but it doesn't quite mm. fall. It doesn't look much the worse for wear at the moment, but Katana, or no, Charlie is up, so now. Damn. Uh, she has not taken an injury yet? It does not seem so unless she took one. Uh, it looks like she may have taken one when she cursed uh, Katana. Mm, okay. Okay. Hmm. So Charlie just says, uh, "Okay, guys, let's, let's keep working on it. Let's just be careful. Let's not <laughs> knock her out, okay?" Um. Why, and, <laughs> um. But let's um. Uh, but let's keep going. Though. Let's not stop now. I think we can get her. Um, so don't, don't stop now. So Charlie uses don't stop now. All allies on the field, uh, field gain temporary hit points equal to your charm rank and become excited. So, uh, everyone gains six additional hit points and that can go above their, uh, current, correct? Or their, their max. Temporary, yes. So everyone take six, uh, extra hit points. Tom <laughs> gonna need that. I'm right. I'm excited. And and excited, so you're cheered and excited. Uh, you can give the excited condition uh, when hit by a damaging attack, attack, you gain plus five damage reduction against that attack. So I basically just gave you eleven hit points, pretty much. All right. That means that it is Katana's turn. Uh, I think we're gonna do Katana as she just did before. We're gonna have her do a faint attack. Alright. Hopefully, it doesn't make it faint. Attack. Uh-huh. Uh, six. Six good enough. Remember, faint attack can't miss. Ah, uh, you're right, it is good enough. Thank it's you. also in every other turn, so it can't be used. Ah, this turn. well, I, by faint attack, I actually meant. Um, 
do 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 um <laughs> I think she's just gonna try and do a fury cutter then instead okay and you rolled a six for a faint attack yeah I rolled a six <laughs> <laughs> all right go ahead and re-roll <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter um it might though 14 uh, on the fury okay. cutter 14 hits all right 14 hits so the six wouldn't have okay oh <laughs> Um, so that's going to be a D8 plus, uh, 23. Uh, 25, uh, bug physical damage. Alright. That did 10 bug physical damage, which gave the Trevenant another injury. So Katana leaps forward and just slashes down at the Matriarch. Remember, Katana also loses two ticks of HP. Thank you. Slashes down and slams into it, and the matriarch is kind of scratching back, and it's already been beaten down. It's still recovering from the blight. It's still going through all these things. Plus, it's not a very old matriarch. It's not a very old trevenant, so it's still kind of getting its legs together and figuring out what's going on there. And so it's kind of backing down, and it's sitting there, and it's you see it about to fall over, and then it twitches, and it twitches again. Hmm and vines burst out of all of its joints and wrap around it and its eyes dim but it's still standing up hmm. and it turns and can everyone make an acrobatics check sneeze get a five five for grunge and ten for liliana charlie not as good as I want to be 18 for Charlie, but I suppose I have to uh, roll for Katana too, though. Yep. Uh, 14 for Arthur. Ooh, she rolled a 5. Okay. Uh, Professor Sneeze, uh, Grunge, and Katana all take 27 typeless physical damage. Can I, uh, can we use the, our excited buff at this point? Yep. Okay, so it makes it 22 if we choose. Yep. Um, Alright. You can handle that a little better after that. And you said that was typhus. Yes. These trees come kind of crashing down around you. And as you're looking around, it almost seems like the blight is getting worse on these trees. You know, they're recovering from it. Like, do they have the Atlas vine? Do they need the cure? Um, no, it looks like blights to them, for the unknown. Okay. It also kind of looks weirdly superficial, like they, they are being affected by it, but at the same time they're not really. Got it. Alright, so who's up then? Uh, that makes it Liliana's turn. Um, Charlie will take a moment and say, uh, hey guys, I know this is kind of dangerous. If you guys want to run and go, you can. I'm going to still try and take care of this here. And maybe this is foolish, but basically Charlie's saying, if you guys want to run and not knock her out, you can. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to catch it. Liliana just rolls her eyes. <laughs> Um, is Liliana within distance of being able to run over to Linnaeus? 
Yes. Yes. Okay, she will run over to him then. Um, and... Okay, so she's gonna run over to him and do a medicine ad to kind of see how bruised and battered he is at the moment. Okay. And I rolled a 13 for that. A 13. He seems to be in fairly decent shape, actually. Uh, except for the fact that he is obviously malnourished and very dehydrated. Um, a few things there. He's, and he also hasn't recovered from the injury. Like, he hasn't really been able to get any bandaging or any anything for the injuries that he received when you fought him about 11 days ago. Or, actually a little over a week ago, nine days ago. Um, and so he's still kind of beaten up and battered from that, but he's actually doing fairly well in dodging at the moment. He also seems to be slightly delirious. He seems to be muttering something under his breath. Oh boy. And kind of like flicking around and not really... Uh, doesn't really seem to be aware of the situation. Um, would I be able to roll like a perception or intuition? To... Or a focus? I don't know which I would do. To do Focus? what? To, like, be able to see what he's saying or tell what he's saying. To hear what he's saying, perception. Okay. And you're just trying to hear it. Good, that was my best. for him to make sure he snaps out of it. <laughs> I got a 15 for perception. 15 for perception. All right. Uh, he's muttering long lists of calculations and things under his breath that are kind of like he's saying them too quickly and they're complicated enough that you're not really catching them but he also seems to be muttering like stopping that every once in a while but basically say things like beautiful magnificent perfect eh. so he's a draft league player then too okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> oh uh, I'm trying to decide whether I want to like um to like kind of like quote unquote capture him at the moment or if that'd be a bad idea since we're like dodging things at the moment um no you can try to put him in a pokeball <laughs> oh yeah nah, that's totally to what it. I'm gonna do <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more like grabbing him like his hands or something with my whip but yeah pokeballs are good too <laughs> <laughs> oh wait no I do have a rope don't I wait inventory check time uh I don't have a rope. <laughs> do any of you have a rope? I do. Okay. Remember I tied myself to the Metagross with it? Yeah. Yes, okay, you I did. knew someone had a rope. Okay. I do not know. That's sad. Um, so I guess what I'll do at the moment is... Oh, I'll take some of the, like, string from my knives and kind of use that to... <laughs> That's totally not going to harm anyone. <laughs> Um, to, like, wrap his hands up. Okay. Uh, can I get a survival check to be able to tie him up? Oh, jeez. Okay, I rolled a three. Three. Okay. Um, okay, that looks tied up great. to you. <laughs> That's reassuring. Okay, well, she's just gonna keep an eye on him for now. While also still on her surroundings, but mostly on him. Okay. Because he's crazy. <laughs> He doesn't really seem to notice as you're wrapping his arms and strength. Oh, good. Yeah, that's fine. Alright. Um. Can't really do much. So, Professor Sneeze sees Liliana as Linnaeus. Um. 
and is gonna say, all right, let's keep moving, let's get out of here as much as we can, and keep moving towards the door. Um, and say, Arthur, get some more good hits in there and then follow me. Okay, so you just head toward, you just double move towards the door? Yes, I, I'm going to stop at the door if I reach it. I'm not gonna go all the way through. Okay, this point. you've made the most of the way to the door. Okay. Uh, grunge is up. He's got this thing. He's gonna use it to whap people. No. Um. um I'm going to have Grunge use Leer on the matriarch. Leer, okay. Mm-hmm. And I rolled a 19 for that. Nice. Alright, it does seem to work, though. The matriarch doesn't really react to it, so. You think it works? Yeah, good for me. <laughs> Alright, yeah. That is the Matriarch's turn. Again? Again? It's boss, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Acrobatics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, did our, did our evade. Uh, oh, we also didn't. Um, shoot, we, we are forgetting the things that Charlie does for us, guys. Um, we can yep, roll yep. skill checks uh, again um, uh, with the cheered condition. Oh, and I think skill bunkies. You can roll yeah. skill checks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll remember that now. Yes. From now on. Yeah, you haven't used it yet, so. And then also along with that, uh, we'll, does, is the evasion specifically for attacks then? So like the trees falling on us don't count as attacks? Yeah, these uh, trees aren't attacks. Alright. <laughs> Episode title? <laughs> trees aren't attacks. Possibly. <laughs> okay. So, uh, when the, one of the arms kind of like jerks up and jerkily forms into sort of a fist that punches down at Katana. And so Katana takes uh, 45 dark physical damage. Uh-oh. 45, take away 13, is going to make it 32, so it's 16. Alright, wonderful. Okay. Okay. Then, um, uh, from behind Linnaeus, Liliana, you see a bunch of vines just burst out of a tree, and then kind of form down into a tube shape, and fire out a bunch of, uh, a bunch of seeds directly at Linnaeus' back. And they strike into him. And so he staggers forward, and it looks like he's taken another injury, but he's still standing. And now, everybody make acrobatics checks. I'll start with Katana, and she takes three dice for that. Um, is 11 good enough? Let's see at the end. Uh... So, so I don't know whether or not I should re-roll it or not. Well, it's, oh, uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, no, actually, with re-rolls, I don't think you you can. No, well, I say like, usually no. with re-rolls you don't know whether. You do you want me to read the not. the text here? Yeah, sure. Cheered. I'm making a save check uh, to roll twice and take the best result. Okay, so okay. I can I yeah. can we can roll twice if we choose to. And uh, yes. that would give up. That would give up the cheered condition. 
So I'm gonna actually yes. stick with her 11. Okay. Charlie, uh, man, I love seeing three sixes. Um, 26. Okay. Um, Sneeze got six, and Arthur got 15. Grunge okay. got a 12, and Liliana got nine. All right, everyone except for Linnaeus is able to dodge their trees this time around. Um, Arthur is actually able to cut through a couple of the branches and make it through. Uh, Charlie does it by basically parkouring off three different trees. <laughs> And uh, Linnaeus gets hit, but doesn't even notice it. <laughs> That's good. Like he basically just shrugs it off. Um, now we are back up to Charlie. Uh, Charlie uh, has, uh, over the last uh, few moments of uh, things happening here, he has reached into his bag and grabbed an earth ball. And he has put a... Which, uh, an Earth Ball, by the way, is a minus 20 modifier if the target is grass or ground type. Okay. And he's uh, putting his lock case on that, which is a minus 10 modifier. Let's throw this Pokeball. Uh, let's throw the... No, let's throw this Earth Ball, yeah. Earth Ball. Accuracy is an 8. Okay, that hits. Alright. Let's roll that D... Roll that beautiful D100. Ooh, ouch. Uh, 92 minus uh, 30 is a 62. Uh, as the Earth Ball flies towards um, the Matriarch and kind of hits it, you see the red light, and then you see vines grow out of the red light and smack the ball to the ground. <laughs> the, the, the ball and the case are okay, but they're closer to the Matriarch than Charlie is. <laughs> so you'd have to go and pick them up. But, um, yeah. See, it was not captured. Alright. Ah, uh, that means that it is Katana's turn. Charlie's not even that mean. Uh, I was thinking, well, maybe I'll send her to go get it for me, but... <laughs> Char Char Charlie wouldn't do that, no. No, no, he's not gonna do that. So... Ah, hmm. uh, Katana. I'm gonna be Katana. And you, you said that, uh... Before she got wrapped up in the vine, she did appear uh, worse for wear. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. So now the vines have covered her enough that it's hard to tell. Okay. Would the vines uh, provide like protection from her from an attack, or is that something we need to roll for? Um, speaking meta way, it's almost like she has a second bank of HP. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Um, well, with that then, um, Charlie is going to say... Alright, Katana, she's putting up a really good fight here. Why don't we uh, go ahead and. Um, do we want to follow up with another Fury Cutter? Yeah, let's see if we can chain a few Fury Cutters together. Uh, this one's a four. That's not That's not going to chain anything together, is it? Unfortunately, the vines are still playing around, so as Katana heads forward, she actually dodges to one side to keep from being wrapped up in the vines, and that fouls her shot. Uh, she also loses two ticks of HP. Thank you. Alright, so the Pokeball and Lockcase are still over by the Trevenant, right? Yes. Okay, so, um, will Liliana be able to reach them with her whip? Uh, you're standing next to Linnaeus, so no. Dang it. Okay. <sighs> you kind of had to move away from the Matriarch in order to get to Linnaeus. Yeah. 
Um, well, since she thinks that he's tied up, she's going to run close enough that she can reach the Pokeball with her whip to try to smack it closer towards uh, Charlie. The Pokemon, the, the Pokeball and the lock case. Okay. Uh, give me um, a combat check, please. Okay. Since you're using your whip. And I rolled a 14. Alright, you're able to snag them and throw them at Charlie. Can she click mm-hmm. her back to Linnaeus at the same time? <laughs> I suppose not, because she moved. No, because so. you had to do your move to get there. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm assuming that the blight is still not totally gone from the Covenant? Uh, since she seems to be covered in vines that look like Aklas. Yeah, probably not yet. Um, Arthur, use Swords Dance! So Arthur's going to use Swords Dance and make himself another powerful. Alright. That means now it's Professor Sneeze's turn. Alright, Professor Sneeze um, is home um, to is probably farther away from the Trevenant than he Yes. Is not, yeah, you know what I mean. I'm right. out of range. You're out of range, yes. So, Professor Knees is gonna say, Go on! Go team! You can do it! You, you, I know you've got it! Um, and try to just, you know, cheer everyone on like a cheerleader, but not officially because he's not actually a cheerleader. <laughs> he's just a wannabe. Uh, he's a poser. That means it's Grunge's turn. Okay, how badly is the Matrix looking? Uh, it was looking like it was fainted, but now it's kind of covered in vines and jerking around, so it's hard to tell. Uh, since it was covered in vines, it hasn't been touched. I'm going to have Grunge use Helping Hand on Charlie. Roll for Confusion first. I forgot to do that last time. Oh, that's right. Uh, what do I roll for then again? Uh, D20. And I got an 18. 18. Alright, Grunge snaps out of confusion. So he uses helping hand. So Charlie has plus 2 on your next accuracy roll and plus 10 to your next damage. Right? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Grunge. Bark. <laughs> oh, I suppose he can talk. You're welcome. <laughs> can, can we get a minus? But he says it with like the sickness now. Can we get a minus to Pokeball captures? <laughs> uh, not with helping hand. Alright. That's good. Alright. So, uh, Arthur's kind of floating next to the Trevenant, which spins to look at him. And then the face just kind of jumps forward at it. And it uses Astonish, which hits. Uh, it does 44 ghost physical damage to Arthur. So it'll take a grand total of 36 HP. Uh, next, the Trevenant is moving, and it fires out a bunch of seeds towards Grunge. Uh-oh. Which hit, and now Grunge is seeded with Leech Seed. No! I mean, I love that attack. No! <laughs> and then, finally, Acrobatics checks. For everyone. Wait, what was Grunge's, like, damage and stuff for that? Uh, nothing. It was Leech Seed. Oh, okay. So who loses a tick every turn? So nothing yet. Uh, Katana rolled an 11. Acrobatic. 
six for good. Um, Charm has sixteen. Five from Sneeze, nine from Arthur. All right. Um, Grunge, Professor Sneeze, and Dr. Linnaeus all took 18 typeless physical damage. And then, uh, Professor Sneeze? Mm-hmm. As you're looking, you're able- you are looking at the battlefield and then you see a blur of motion next to you and you're barely able to dodge to one side as, uh, Dr. Linnaeus running full tilt foot for the door through a bag of the, uh, through yellow powder at your face. And he missed, but he tried to run past you. You do have an attack of opportunity. You could just use a struggle attack. It would stop him in place. Sure. I'll do it. 16 to hit. Okay, you hit him. 15. Ah. Uh, normal physical damage. He takes zero damage. Ugh. Wait, so stop right there. To, you're able to stop him, but you're, or to stop him moving, but you're not able to hurt him. And... Um, Charlie doesn't like uh, kind of where uh, Katana is at currently with her H with her HP, so he recalls her. Uh, so come on okay. back, Katana. Let's, let's get you safe again here. And um, you know, you know, one monster. Deserves another. Let's get Chomps out here. <laughs> Some Chomps comes out. Hmm. All right. Now it's first turn, so Chomps can go immediately. Yes. Do I need to roll a command on on Chomps, or is he good? Uh, yes. All right. Uh, that's a an eleven for command. Okay. What are you telling them to do? Uh, I'm telling Chomps to, uh, Chomps, go bite that wrapped up tree. Go get it. All right. Chomps goes to bite the tree. Cool. Good boy, Chomps. Uh, Chomps rolled a six. Okay, that hits. All right. Good boy. So it's going to be 2d6. So that's 7 plus uh, 28, so that's 35 dark physical damage. 35 dark physical damage? Correct. Okay, that did 30 dark physical damage. So, Chomps just tore away a bit of it, and you can see the Trevenant underneath there, that it's still the Trevenant's body underneath, and it actually seems, the Trevenant's uh, bark underneath there actually seems to be free of blight, but the vines just grow back over. So thank you for joining us this week. You can find us online at tapsradio.org slash Pokemon-Rollout, on Twitter at PokeRollPodcast, and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash PokeRollout. Join our Facebook group, the Pokemon Rollout Tap Room. As long as you're not a robot, we'll approve of your request to join. There you can join in the conversation with creators and fans and become a part of the Pokemon Rollout community. Also, follow our network on Twitter, at Tapestry Radio, and check out some of our other great shows at TapestryRadio.org, like Intermission, Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch, and Us Play Fiasco. A special thank you to Rocco W. for our theme music, Electric Donkey Muscles, and feel free to check the show notes for the other music and sound effects used in this episode. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me on Twitter, at PokeRollNick. I'm Paul, uh, on Twitter, on Twitter, <laughs> Twitter. <laughs> That that's the that's the season coming up. Twinter is after uh uh Twatum. <laughs> Twinter is coming. <laughs>
Yes, Twitter is coming. <laughs> On Twitter, you can find me at ProfSnag. Come say hi to me there, and uh, otherwise come hang out with us in the tap room and in our Discord. Uh, we have a few people who joined recently, and we really like being able to chat with you folks, especially with Sword and Shield coming out shortly before this episode goes up, I believe. <laughs> so, yeah, come come play and do the Pokemans things with us. I'm Michael. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L. And I'm Lydia, and you can find me on Twitter at L-I-L underscore Shadow 8. And yeah, also come see stuff on Instagram, because at the airing of this episode, we'll also have all of the entries from the Spookmon contest up there, so go check them out. Woohoo! Please. Thanks. <laughs> you guys are great. No vacation yet. You can follow me on Twitter at Behind Your Eyelie or Behind Your Ellie. That's Behind Your E Y E L I. If you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rollouts, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. If you really like us, donate to us on Patreon, patreon.com slash pokerollpodcast, and get some sweet rewards. Special thanks to our patrons, Asher, Nathan Jester, Michael Williams, Zara, Froxus, Forrest Trim, Joe All, Sammy, and Fuego. You guys are awesome, and we can't say it enough. We really appreciate all that you, the gentle listeners, do for us. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bye. Bye.
Obscurantism and obfuscation. Orally observed, gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Gentle listener. Obviated objects of oblivion. Obambulating about. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. Offered unto you. In the Tapestry Radio Network. Tapestryradio.org. From From our our fancy fancy to to yours. yours.